It's time for The Drive on TSN 1200, sending you home with everything you need to know about sports. Now with A.J. Jakubek, here's Lee Versage. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Drive here on TSN 1200. Hope you had a great weekend, Lee Versage. A.J. Jakubek, Matt Connors, Vita, back with you for the next four hours. I can tell you it doesn't matter what I did this weekend between... Connor's Vita and like the 17 weddings and family engagements that he has. And AJ, your uh, junior hockey travels. And to find out what happened this morning, feel like there's a lot to get to. Oh, by the way, the Sens won on the weekend and they played a night in Chicago. A rare nine o'clock start tonight, seven o'clock, the pregame here on TSN 1200. First, Mr. Jack, you back. How are you? Outstanding. Great to be with you as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot uh, to hit on on the weekend, and obviously a lot of sense talk here today. A lot of sense talk, I think, in the next month and a half, and hopefully longer. Right? Hopefully longer. We'll see. But uh, they're right in the mix, and lots to get to. I'll get to my weekend in a moment. Hello, Lee. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Mr. Connors Vita. Gentlemen. Hello. Never seen your hair look so good for like three consecutive days in my life. Wow. Yeah. Come on. It usually does. <laughs> when I finally get around to getting it cut. Well, that's what I mean. But like, getting getting the haircut and the facial hair under control at the same time is not super common, but had to. He had to look sharp. Had to had look to, it's yeah. his brother's wedding. He had to look sharp. Was a groomsman. Along with uh, Nathan, Stefan, and uh, the best man, Adrian. Uh, two of the three fellow groomsmen. Uh, I babysat when they were young, so that was a bit of a trip. But really, really awesome time Saturday getting together with the boys. How was it, though? Like, And the wedding was amazing. really, really nice. Really, really beautiful. Really, really wonderful. Getting to finally meet some of Emily's family. She's got uh, lots of siblings. She's, I believe, the oldest of seven and got to meet young per- Paul. Perfect for the Connors Vita family. Yeah, perfect. exactly. Uh, one of her uh, bridesmaids did like Emily and Tanner trivia during her speech. And the question was, how many combined siblings are there between the Keenans and the Connors Vitas? It was 11. Uh, we got it right, but that was good. And uh, yeah, really nice to get to celebrate Tanner and Emily and and their marriage. Congratulations! See lots of family, lots of friends, and party it up. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Really, really great weekend. Great time getting together. Great uh, little joyride in the limousine around the market. Snow didn't get in the way Saturday morning. Nah, it wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad. Good. AJ, what time was the alarm this morning? Uh, so I was pretty tired yesterday. I had double header. Get to that in a moment, but uh, set. I, I I was debating. Do I like stay up? Well, when I got home, I was fading, so I'm like, no. Set the alarm for I believe four forty, five a.m. Wrexham tickets went on sale at four fifty. I started the uh, FIFA Ask World Cup ticket process of just starting to refresh. At four fifty seven, the tickets came up. Got my tickets at 5.02, they were gone. Wrexham's a hot ticket. But I'm going to see Wrexham in York on the uh, 25th of March, so pretty wow. excited to go to the turf, 
So if we all need tickets to something, you're the guy to go to. Sounds like World well, Cup. Well, I've got two. Like, I'll give Evan McCoy and Tyler McDonald. There are three of us. Ben McCoy was just, you know, you guys handle all the tickets, right? The four oh, of us that went to the World Cup. My man. Yeah. But well, the three of us. That's the move. Exactly. Especially with you three. The three of us, I think, are all pretty good at it. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't Ben say that then? <laughs> if the three of you are very good at it. So, well, yeah, we're, we're all, we're all, you know what? If I'm looking for tickets, I know I can get them, but I'm also comfortable knowing that, especially when it comes to soccer, I got a couple of guys that are pretty good at it too. So all good. And you got them this morning. Got them this morning. Wow. Went right back to bed. Well, might maybe sang a couple of Super Paul Mullen songs at 5.05 and then went to bed. <laughs> so yes, excited about that. But Sorry, the image is just sticking with me for a yeah. minute. 5.05 in the morning, singing Super Paul Mullen. But great weekend. Um, obviously, the Sens, and you know, get to that in a moment because that's going to dominate a lot of the discussions here today and going forward. But, uh, you know, when I, when I started this junior hockey tour last year, as a guy that's lived here 17 years now, it was one of those things. I'd been to all the ranks, right, everywhere I'd lived. And here, I'd lived here 17 years, but because of duties with 67s and Sens, and, you know, I'd been to a few Olympics games, I just hadn't been to the other ranks, was too busy at that time of year. Now, Kenny does a great job on the 67s and allows me to do a little bit more. And it was just about going to the towns and seeing the ranks. But it's kind of become so much more than that, going to experience you know, great food, what the canteen is like, meeting so many great people. So, yeah, just an awesome weekend. Uh, from that perspective, I went to Buckingham for the first time on Friday. And, yeah, got the royal treatment. They gave me an autographed jersey, got to throw a snowball in the second intermission. Team won 11-1. There was a hat trick. Uh, it was great. It was great uh, thanks to AJ and Duncan and... Jean-Marc and Frank Sear, the coach GM, and everyone for uh, treating me and my girlfriend because, again, took took Alex to the game on Friday, and we were treated fantastically. So it was was great and great hockey, and they've got uh, a real good up-and-coming program in terms of, you know, what kind of the vision is there. So great old barn. Have you ever been to the Buckingham Arena? Nope. Great old barn. I feel like, and you could talk about this with the Bell Center, you could talk about this in the old Bob, the new Slush Puppy Center, like wherever you go, you know, I'm sure it was the same in the Colisee and the Centre Videotron in Quebec City and every small town rink from the Q to Junior A and, and beyond. I just feel like when you go to a rink across the border, add about 30% volume right away, mm-hmm. right? It's just... It just, if there's 200 people there, it feels like there's 350. I don't know that there's a rink that I would rather see a game. It's no longer available. Yeah, the Gertin. Than the Bob. Yeah, it was great. In playoff time was, you had to bring somebody there to experience it. And it wasn't all great as far as like air going through the building and it could be sticky hot. You could be nine deep. When it comes to standing room, but there's there was nothing like seeing a game there. So 
How was KR4? Did you meet KR4? I did, yes. He's injured. Yeah. Was, was he was he... one of the guys throwing a snowball as well. Like they, the, what they have in the mm-hmm. second intermission is instead of chuck a puck, a couple people have a chance to win 100 bucks if they throw a snowball through a hole in the net, right? Kind of like a shooter tutor type hole mm-hmm. in the middle of the net. And so they had players, myself, a pro boxer, and a guy who could win a hundred bucks, all throwing. And fortunately, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like my Titans first pitch. I did not bounce it. Not gonna lie, that was my first. No, thought. That, that trust me, that was my first, second, and third thought. <laughs> yeah, I threw it over the net, which was okay. I just didn't want to one hop it. I was probably second closest. Over the net, that's not a slightly. Great... It wasn't like hit the backboards over the net. It okay. was probably landed on top of the net, but it was upper part of the net was the hole. So I didn't. It was there was doubt when I threw it that mm, this might hit the target. It didn't. But you overcompensating. Yes, I did not would, want to one hop it. I would have bet. A lot of money. The, the entire $100, if you were going to miss, you were going to miss. $100. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and I did. And I felt so no more one, than okay with that. No one got it through the, the no hole. No one did. The guy who was firing for 100 bucks just missed. Oh. Just missed. So, yeah, great time in Buckingham for the Gatineau Flames game on Friday. I'll skip Saturday and come back to that uh, Sunday doubleheader. First trip to Richmond ever. Which I can't believe. Yeah. You told me today. Not been for the Richmond Fair. Never been to Richmond. I'm no. Like, really? First trip to Richmond, period. Not, not that far from Ottawa. No, I, <laughs> I, that's the thing, right? Yeah. I didn't really have a reason to go. I, Not that I had a reason not to go, but. I know what you mean. Yep. So went, had maybe the best sandwich I've ever, like one of the best sandwiches I've ever oh. had in my life. Uh-oh, from the foodie here. Royals Restaurant. Makes a mean Monte Cristo. I'm telling you, this thing with the, like, it was sweet and savory. French toast bread with, like, your your, your ham and your turkey and everything inside. Like, it was just delightful all the way around. So, shout out to Royals Restaurant. Shout out to Blue Diamond, which I know is a sponsor of the team, the Richmond Royals. But I also know they're big fans of the radio station and TSN 1200. I understand you've got a great butter chicken. Plan to go out and see you as well at Blue Diamond. So shout out to them because I know they're big TSN 1200 listeners. Fantastic. Um, yeah, good hockey game. Ottawa Junior Canadians led by our pal Tasso. Tasso. Beat uh, uh, our friends, the Couturier, Sean Couturier, the, mm-hmm. the head coach. And Richmond, it was 4-1, but it was a 2-1 game. They scored two empty netters. So good Physical start to the day. Game one of a best of seven. Game one of a best of seven. Eastern Ontario Junior Hockey League playoffs. A lot of time to go, but that's good. So great trip to Richmond. Mm -hmm. Great trip to Arnprior. I stopped at the legendary Antrim truck stop and got a piece of pie. And I'm I'm telling you, I've heard, like, remember all the texts coming in talking about the Antrim truck stop? Oh, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there with our good friends, Jamie and Brad. Yeah. On the way to uh, an eight, 10 hour fishing day. That's a good move by you going there. That was the meeting spot. Yeah. That was where everybody grouped together and I couldn't find anybody because everyone was inside 
gawking at, at the pies. And I stuff. just had pie, and that was a really good decision by me. <laughs> and then went to see Arn Pryor beat Smith Falls last night, and uh, again, warm welcome from the entire Arn Pryor crew, and that was uh, great to experience. Uh, kind of a junior A vibe in there with the seats on both sides and a good crowd and a, a, a real good team that is probably going to go deep into the playoffs. Right. I think a lot of people expect an Arn Pryor in Perth. On the one side, the other side might be a little tighter, although Castleman won the league last year. I but thought you were waiting to go to see a playoff game in Arm Prior. No? Or it was a playoff game. Yeah, this is yeah. game one as well. Oh, okay. These are, like, there's eight teams left in the Eastern Ontario Junior Hockey League. So, yeah. Big it was, win? It was game one. Big win. Um, shout out to the canteen. Best butter tarts I've ever had in my life. So, hold hold on. Yeah. It's two fifteen. We've got the best Monte Cristo, maybe the best sandwich. One, one of, of the, the best, best sandwiches, sandwiches for sure from Royals. Okay, we got. I was going to ask about the butter tarts because I saw your social media post, and I, I've heard you. You you've talked about butter tarts. Butter tarts are a hot button issue, and finding the best <laughs> ones that's that's Some legit. People are raisins people. I'm not. I'm not either. So you you'd love these. Oh. These were just. Okay. They were delightful. I was I was given one. Delightful is the word of yeah, the day. Yeah, no, I was given one. That was you know kind uh, of getting the that's the royal the royal treatment. treatment. Yeah. And then I went back and got a couple more, <laughs> and saved one for tonight. So there you go. But great weekend all the way around. And again, before we get to the sands and all that, um, congratulations to Danny Sinclair and yes. the Carlton uh, Ravens women. Mm-hmm. And James Derwin and the Ottawa GG's men, uh, both going to the Nationals. They knew they were going to the Nationals anyways, along with Taffy Charles, Carlton Ravens. But both those teams are going to Nationals as OUA champions. So uh, congratulations to both programs. I was at the men's game on Saturday night following along with the Sens Blue Jackets game. And what a great atmosphere. What a, it was probably 60-40 in terms of... You know, there were more Carlton fans. It was the game was at Carlton. Sixty forty. Wow, that's more than 60, I thought. 40, for a... 70, 30. I it was somewhere in there. There was more Carlton fans, but it was loud right. when both teams were scoring. Louder when Carlton was scoring. So they definitely had more fans. But the GG's had a at least thirty percent. At least thirty percent of the crowd. And so it was G- a full, it was a great atmosphere. And you know, GG's were when you win seventy nine fifty seven, you're full value for the win. So, I think I think great for both programs in the sense that you're happy for Danny Sinclair and the women's team, and they go in with some confidence. They beat a real good Queens team on the road to win the OUAs. We know that, you know, from from Dave Smart's time as head coach, and now he's director of basketball operations, and with Taffy Charles, a, a loss in the final isn't going to be killer for them. Yeah. If they've won more national championships than OUA titles. They've won 17 national titles, 12 OUA titles. You're not counting out Carlton because of a home loss no. uh, in the OUAs. They'll be focused and ready to go for nationals. Um, but for the GGs, good for James Derwin, right? That's their third OUA title. Mm-hmm. Um, their first since 2014 when Johnny Berhanna Miskell hit a buzzer beater to beat you know those really good Carlton teams with the scrubs. But um, to to do it in that environment, right, at Carlton with a lot of their fans there, that's something that they'll never forget. And 
And I'll say this, right? I mean, if you're asking me who the favorite is going in, and I haven't seen you, Vic, and you, Vic's number one. Uh, Ottawa's number two, Carlton's number three. So if they both win in the quarterfinals this week, they'll play each other in the semis. I haven't seen you, Vic, but if you're asking me who the favorite is, I'm taking Carlton because you have to. You have to, right? Have to. I mean, they've been there. They've they've done it before so many times. It's a different group, mm-hmm. but you know one loss isn't going to phase them. But I will say this about Ottawa. I, I think more than – I've seen them play three times in recent weeks, and I think more than in recent years, this is a team that is absolutely capable of winning it as well, and it starts at the defensive end. But yeah, they can hit threes, and they hit a lot of threes on Saturday, and when they hit threes, they're tough to beat. But when you've got a team that defends like that, I was more impressed with the 57 against than the 79-4. They've got a team that can defend. They've got a team capable of winning it all. And I love the fact that we've got three teams, Carlton women, Carlton men, Ottawa men, that are going to nationals, and none of them are making up the numbers. They all have a legitimate chance to to win it. So bring on the week. It's going to be a fun week for both the women already at Cape Breton and both men's teams are going to be in Halifax. So uh exciting week for some big time Ottawa area teams. I was really excited about the fact that on Wednesday, right? They all won the Ravens men's team probably didn't have to win, but they all won and they're all going to nationals. That's awesome. So on Wednesday night, if you had asked me, okay, they're all going to nationals. One's going to be a one seed. One's going to be a two seed and one's going to be a three seed. I wouldn't have thought that the men's Ravens team would be the three seed, right? The women, number one in the country going into the nationals. That doesn't mean all that much. We know that. As you said, I, I picked Carlton too on the men's side, but the fact that the GGs beat them by 21. 22? 22, yeah. 22. And walked in there and got themselves a victory after, I mean, we talked to James Darwin. They had a buzzer beater that they had to avoid. You were there. Yeah. That Against Toronto Metropolitan They came close yeah. to going in or else they're out and they're not even thinking yeah. about going to Nationals. Then they were up two with 29 seconds to go against Windsor. They find a way to win that game. And then they go and beat Carlton. Good for them. That's all. It probably is more important for them to have gone this way than it is for Carlton. I'll take the Ravens and the Nationals until somebody beats them. But, man, what a basketball weekend coming up with a one, two, and a three seed in the national championships. I just loved, as soon as I, and I, I was up top. Usually I find myself a spot kind of close to courtside, but it was jammed. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not taking a seat. I'm just going to go up. Mm-hmm. press area and man you can just feel the energy and atmosphere in there it was it was awesome it, it's as a as a basketball fan and as someone that loves supporting all you sports it was just great to to see and feel the energy there on saturday night so that does it i mean no more u sports games i mean there will be national games mm-hmm. right but no more u sports games really on the calendar until next year and it's been uh, a lot of fun following all these teams the last uh, few weeks. And we'll have a chance to talk to a lot of the people involved this week yeah. before the national championships. Look forward to that. Which will be fun to do. Okay, so we got university sport. We got a lot of junior hockey. We got a wedding. We got all sorts of stuff. Let's take a break.
before we get into... By the way, Tuesday I go to Embrun, and Wednesday I go to Athens. First trip, first trip to not only both rinks, but both towns. Never been to Embrun, never been to Athens. I want to see uh, Castleman, Embrun, Game 2 on Tuesday, and then Perth and Athens, Game 2 on Wednesday. So the Junior Hockey Tour continues, and that allows me to watch Sens Monday and Thursday. I mean, late games, right? But Not that hard hard to watch unless people get up early in the morning. I know it's going to be a late next four or five games, but... Wouldn't you rather? Yeah, no. This is the, this the is a fun just, time of year. Yeah, like right. How can you not be excited? They play at nine o'clock tonight, ten o'clock on Thursday, Chicago, Seattle, and people are jacked up about it. You know what it is? It's March, right? You feel you walk. It's like four degrees. It's just a beautiful day to walk, just like yesterday. It's March. You know, March Madness is around the corner. You got junior hockey playoffs going on. 67s will start their junior hockey playoffs later this month. Olympics will. U Sports Nationals, junior hockey playoffs all the way around. And the Sens have a legit playoff push. So this it's it's playoff weather. You, you can feel it. And this, this city is buzzing for the Ottawa Senators. And can't wait to see all these last 20 games go. We'll, we'll talk about Saturday night, the buzz, the atmosphere inside the CTC. Uh, Jacob Chikrin. Scoring in that game, and Derek Broussard awarded his silver stick, and now it's time to move on to the road. So we'll get into the sense chances here on the road in Chicago tonight. We'll let you hear a little bit as the show goes along from some of the players. No lineup changes expected. Cam Talbot in goal tonight. It's Ottawa in Chicago. 7 o'clock, the pregame, 9 o'clock. The drop of the puck here on TSN 1200. Let's get back to the drive on the home of the Sens, TSN twelve hundred. Welcome back to the drive, Labor Sage, AJ Jackieback, Matt Conisvita. Stay tuned. Listen for the code words. It's a new week. It's a new jersey. Thomas Shabbat's jersey up for grabs. Every morning on TSN mornings, you have to listen for your code word. We will have two of them before the day is through. When you hear them, go to tsn1200.ca and enter the code word, and you could win a Thomas Shabbat jersey coming up every day this week on TSN Mornings. Uh, AJ, uh, when I looked at the schedule, and even a couple of months ago, looked ahead to a Saturday night in March at home against Columbus, and <laughs> yeah, possibly thought, you know what, I might... Uh, I don't know if I have to be there for that one. I might watch it on TV or PVR or whatever, but probably not one I'm going to absolutely have to see. And then when Saturday night rolled around, didn't feel that way. Um, Silver Stick, Derek Broussard, Jacob Chikrin's family, more importantly, over 18,000 and a great atmosphere inside the CTC. Uh, It was Pride Night. Uh, The Senators were... Fantastic. Never took their foot off the gas. Jacob Chikrin scored and in control. That was a game they should have been in control. And then they were in control. And I don't know how we described it. I think a professional win to me would be the best way. I think we said that last week. I can't remember. Mature. Mature. Yeah, the mature win for me would be tonight. Um, Yeah. But 
again, you can't win every single game, but this team's rolling five in a row. And you can just feel the energy in the city talking about the Ottawa Senators. Um, I knew some people who went to the game on Saturday that really didn't give a you-know-what about the Sens or the NHL or anything, and they had a blast about just going to the game and being a part of it. Well, one of the things I loved about going, uh, as I said, went to three junior hockey games and a basketball game on the weekend in Ottawa and Buckingham and Arn Pryor and Richmond is the buzz, right? Because people come up to you and it's like, how about those Sens? Mm-hmm. Which... Which is awesome, right? This you can feel the energy in this city right now. It's fantastic, and yeah, what normally would have been just a Saturday night game against Columbus, and and for a while it was looking like this would have been a game with two teams just playing out the string, right? Playing out the season. Where's Tankathon? And for Columbus, that's the case, and for the Ottawa Senators, it is definitely not the case, and you can just sense the energy. That the the Chikrin trade, along with the way this team, right, this team earned it in terms of the way they played. Mm-hmm. So they got themselves back into this race, going twelve three and one and and ten three and one before the trade to get themselves in the mix. But you can just feel the energy. This is an easier trade for Pierre Dorian to make, I think, knowing that. Okay, you know what? It's it's not like you're hanging around battling for 7th or 8th or ninth worst in the league, right? All of a sudden, that's not even a discussion. The discussion is playoffs are bust at this, at this stage. And, I, and the, one of the things that's really cool in talking to people over the last few days about the Ottawa Senators is just the fact that, yeah, it's playoffs are bust. And I think a lot of people are really hopeful and, and optimistic that they can get there. But from a fan standpoint... I think everyone understands the big picture that if it doesn't happen this year, it's not going to be the end of the world and that this team is set up for a long time to be really good. And so a kudos to the organization, right? There, there's been a lot of criticism of mm-hmm. ownership and management and coaching and, and yeah, players, but, but a lot of it centered on ownership and management and coaching over the course of the last Five and a half to six years. And I think we need to give credit where it is due. Uh, Certainly with the way the board has handled things and the Melnick girls have handled things, they haven't really put a finger wrong from the ownership standpoint. You talk about Pride Night, right? And the fact that, like, I thought the arena looked awesome. Awesome. It was incredible. And so this team, it all, we all love the wins, right? But this team resonates with this community because they're ingrained in the community because guys like Brady Kachuk, who's the face of the franchise as the captain, they get it right. Understands how important the fans are, how important the community is, how important, you know, different charitable causes are. And so they, they really can't do anything wrong right now in terms of what they have done. And it starts with just, how they are led. And and I think ownership and management and the coaching staff and the leadership of this group deserve a lot of credit because they conduct themselves the way you want an organization to conduct themselves off the ice. And it makes them real easy to cheer for on the ice. And guess what? They're winning a lot of games. So 
credit where it's due because I love the direction of where they're heading on the ice. And I think they're built for a long time to be pretty good with Chikrin and Sanderson and Zub and Shabbat on the back end as pillars. And obviously Stutzla and Kachuk and Giroux and Debrinkit and Batherson and Pinto and Josh Norris and Ridley Gregg and what they've got up front. And they they look like they're going to be good for a long, long time. And it feels like it feels like this is the house money. We want them to be in. I think they have a chance and a decent chance to be in, but it doesn't feel like it has to be playoffs this year. Yeah, for me, AJ, to be able to get into the players' minds, the players believe that they have a chance, right? I think it's quite clear the way that they're going and the way that they're playing and the excitement that seems to be in the group that they believe they have a chance. And I think all people asked for at the beginning of the year, whether they make it or they don't, was for this team to take a step. Yeah. They needed, we all talked about it. And I'll be honest, I didn't think through November and December that this was actually going to happen. Well, they're 6 12 and 1, right? So, okay, I just, I didn't think so. And I don't know if a lot of people did. But the whole point was that if you can have games down the stretch that the players believe, the players do, that they can get there and they're all in and they're focused and they're doing whatever it takes. And rallying together. When they do that, first of all, they're going to garner the experience that they need here down the stretch. It would be great to get in the playoffs and get that experience as well. But it's felt really important over the last, I don't know, 15 games. And it's going to continue to feel important unless something goes awry here. Even if they lose a couple games, it's still going to be important here down the stretch. Yeah, And for all of that to have happened, that's what the players needed to take another step. And then you see, you get a local guy. I know he's not born here, local Jacob Chikrin, but you get a guy that is an Ottawa guy. Yeah. He's got roots here, right? That's... Yeah. And so, I mean, the he's waving to the crowd in yeah. the middle of the game and the crowd's going nuts. Yeah. In the middle of March, in the regular season. Those shots of his sister and grandfather. Oh. I mean, those are just priceless, right? Yeah. Just fantastic. And we had his grandfather on yeah, on Friday John for Chikrin. anyone who wants to go listen to it. It was terrific. Yeah. And, and Jeff was terrific as well on yeah. Thursday. And look, this isn't, you know, kumbaya all the time, but this is a great story. Yeah. Of an entire family almost reconnecting back in the middle of this push. As long as they keep going in this direction, you said it'd be gravy if they made it. It'd be awesome. Be awesome for the city. Awesome for the team. But right now, the feeling at nine o'clock Monday night, they're in Chicago. Yeah. You know what? Two months ago, wouldn't have given the crap. Tell them, watch some of the game. That's our job. Fantastic. Let's break down what they what they need in a you know a two one loss in Chicago to one of the worst teams ever. I don't feel that way anymore. I'm excited about tonight's game. I'm excited about Thursday in Seattle. Yeah, it feels like must win. Big weekend coming up. Not must win. It feels like must watch. Every there's 20 games left, and every game, and and we're gonna go through this, right? Every game's gonna feel bigger than the last, and every game's gonna feel must watch. Kind of like the Hamburglar run, how it was down the stretch, where you didn't want to miss it. And it feels like this team, because of the personalities, because of how they are off the ice, because of how they connect 
in the community, but also because they're a really fun team to watch, is must-watch TV right now. And that's fantastic. It's great for the city. There are I'm, f- I'm so happy for the fans right now. Just looking at it a couple of different ways, there are four teams right now with 68 points that are the first four teams below the wild card teams. But when you go by points percentage, which I know is a much better indication of what's going on. Yes, Ottawa is still 10th, but the team that's right ahead of them, they're at 548. The Islanders are at 554. The, the Sabres are at 557. The Penguins are at 573. Yeah, there are some teams behind them that matter as well. But the team they're trying to catch, the Islanders, as far as that spot, is the team right above them in points percentage. Yeah, the, I mean, Pittsburgh's plus nine, Buffalo's plus seven, Islanders plus seven, Ottawa's plus six, right? So you're you're right there. You're talking and about it, games over. Yeah, and it, it feels like it feels like plus eleven gets you in with with right now the eighth place team at plus seven, but you know maybe it's going to be a little bit higher. So that feels like you probably at least have to go twelve seven and one. Remember when they had to go sixteen seven? Yeah, and no, one? It, it. That's the thing. It was I think sixteen. Seven and two, or whatever, or 16, seven and one. And then it was down to 14, and now it's kind of 12, seven and one. And maybe it's going to be slightly higher, but that should get it done. So if you break it down, that's 25 points. And if you break it down, we can lead this into our Web Pulse question of the day for Tool and Equipment Store, mm-hmm. right? You've got essentially four or five game segments. That's what every team in the National Hockey League looks at things from five game segments. You need six and a quarter in each one. And it's asking how many points do the Sens need on this road trip? Six, seven, eight, or nine plus. Like, want, yeah, you want eight or nine plus, right? But the reality is you need six or seven. You you need six or seven from this road trip. And then you need six or seven for the next, and six or seven from the next. And I get this five-game segment from a schedule standpoint, is probably one of the easier five-game segments they have. But in the end, no matter how you break it down, right, you're going to have to beat some really good teams. You're going to have to find, and one of them is floundering in Tampa Bay, another's got some injuries in, in Toronto, and they're not playing all so great either, right? You, you At some point, you can't just say we have to beat, like to think you're going to need eight points on this trip when you play at Seattle and at Edmonton, that's, that's going to be tough. If you get eight out of this trip, that's a phenomenal trip. I agree. And and Vancouver and Calgary, right? Vancouver beat Toronto on the weekend. They're not packing it in. No. This this is not going to be... Tonight is the one that absolutely you got to win. And then find a way if you can go... In an ideal world, you go over 500 in the other four, right? So that would mean 3-1-1. One, and one. That gives you a good start, seven points. And then hopefully you need six, six, and six in your last three, five-game segments. But... I don't think you need eight or nine as much as that would be nice. I I totally agree with you. I guess the problem when you look at the schedule, I don't see this as an easy trip. Like just because you have teams that aren't necessarily up top of the standings, they need wins. You're on the road. You're on different time zones. You're traveling all across the country. This is not an easy trip. The problem is, is when you get done with this trip, you come home and yeah, the team that's floundering right now, the Colorado Avalanche, they can't be anybody right now. 
for the last two or three, four games. Well, they're your first game at home. Then the main. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're six, two, and two in their last ten. So, but just over the last three or four is what I'm saying. They've yeah. taken a major dip down in the last three or four games, giving up a ton of goals. But the Avalanche, the Maple Leafs, the Penguins, the Bruins, and the Lightning—that's a—that's the next five after they get home. Yeah, and I feel like you'd do well to get if you six. Yeah, and and even if you got five, right? Yeah, because so, that's going to be the toughest five game stretch you have. It's a pretty so, tough stretch. So that's where if you feel like you need twenty five, if you got seven on this trip and five and five, mm-hmm. then you're. You need six, three, and one down the stretch, right? And you play Buffalo. That Pittsburgh game feels like that. That's a huge game well, to to put another team right. To that's why I was happy when Florida beat Pittsburgh, because to have not just one team to catch, but two teams that are legitimately within striking distance. Mm-hmm that you've got right now in the wild card. And I know people are talking about Tampa Bay. I need to see a lot more losses before Tampa Bay is catchable at this stage. Yeah, come on. Like I get, like Car- their, I like get Carlton, their floundering. Carlton lost the OUA final in men's. Yeah, you know no, what? a bit of a different story because they're, you know, they're benching top players. And so, so I get it. If they were like seven points out, then you'd say, okay, yeah, what's fine. going on here? But they're not. I'm not questioning Tampa right now. That's all. Four games left on the schedule yeah. against teams. Pittsburgh, two against Florida, one against Buffalo. Yeah, you need to be three and one in those four, right? I, f- I feel like. Right. And if you're going to go three and one and split, it'd be nice to to maybe lose one of the Florida games. But, yeah, I agree. In a perfect world. But, I mean, we don't know how big that Buffalo game is going to be on April 13th. Agreed. Because that is the last game of the season. And, and again, what a spot to be in, potentially, where that could determine the last playoff spot or maybe a couple of playoff spots in the East on April 13th. You, you want to be at least within a couple of points of Buffalo, ideally within a point of Buffalo, where you know – you win, whether it's regulation or overtime, you might go into the playoffs, depending on what happens with the Islanders mm-hmm. or Pittsburgh. But a lot of permutations. Bottom line for Ottawa, there's one thing they can control. It's their own play and their own wins. And they need to control tonight because this is not a good Chicago team they're playing tonight. No. All right, we'll take a break. More Sens talk on the way. Dave Naylor is going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour. Yeah, I did a story today on tsn.ca and just got back from the Combine where looks like five surefire Canadians going to be drafted in the NFL this year, which is wild. Just kind of like basketball, right? And I know he made this analogy, and we'll talk about it with Dave at 425. It's just this number that keeps going up and up and up into the NBA, into the into the National Football League now, where this there's been... Seven guys drafted the last two years, and it looks like five, which would be a record for Canadians wow. in the NFL draft uh, if it happens this year. So a lot to be excited about in terms of the development of Canadian players when it comes to that sport. We'll let you hear a little bit from what happened inside the room today as the Senators getting set for the Chicago Blackhawks. 7 o'clock to pregame, 9 o'clock drop of the puck here on TSN 1200. The Drive continues on TSN 1200. 
Welcome back to the Drive Lever Sage, AJ Jack, you back, Mac Connors Vita. Courtesy of the Ottawa Senators. Let's take inside the room and let you hear a little bit from DJ Smith talking to his players before the game. Okay, we got a few clips to set it up. Uh, the one thing first, NHL second star of the week, four wins, three goals, six assists, plus seven, Codru. No, I'm good, thank you. No speech. No speech. That's it. No speech from... No, I'm good, thank you. No, I'm good. Man, that's exactly what you want. Uh, I love that. He looked, he, he looked dialed in, too. Everyone's fired up. Claude's just there. He's uh, no clapping. No. Just focused. No speech. Doing what he needs Get to, to do. Get to work. It's fun watching a lot of these videos, right? You can just sense how... Like, you can only get so much of a sense of how a room is, right, mm-hmm. when you're not in the room. But these no, these little snippets, and you can just tell that this group cares for one another. They're playing for each other. They're probably, like, you'd love to hear about, you know, there's some time between the game here tonight. I don't know what their travel plan is if they leave for Seattle. In an ideal world, they leave for Seattle tomorrow. You know what? They'd probably go out, win the game, and have some fun tonight in Chicago, and then back to business in a perfect world, I kind of feel for their sleep, it's probably better to get up and then go tomorrow morning. Like, you finish the game. Yeah. You have another two time zones to cross over. Have tomorrow be as normal of a day as you can, and that does allow you to go and enjoy yourself a little bit tonight. Go win tonight. Go enjoy yourself. And then back to work tomorrow, right? On the road, couple of practice days, or there might be an off day in there, but practice day and get ready for Seattle on Thursday night. Problem is the game is a little late even for Chicago. Like usually it would be 8 o'clock or 8.30, but it's delayed till 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock local time. Yeah. I know that's not a problem. For you, I'm just saying. Yeah, for, yeah. For them, eight, eight o'clock start. Go win a game, and I didn't say like stay out until seven in the morning. I said go win a game and mm-hmm. go and enjoy yourself a little bit. Some texts coming in at twelve twelve hundred. I know you can enjoy yourself until six in the morning in Chicago. I might have almost missed a flight that way. Got on the plane and everyone started clapping. That ever happened to you? Happened to me in Chicago. I made it. No, AJ, never happened to me. Feel like. Didn't really look or feel that good. But I made that plane. Probably a little sweaty, a little groggy, maybe still a little under the influence. Just made the gate. It's a long run in O'Hare when you're running. Oh, I've done that. I've tried to make a very quick connection in O'Hare. And I mean, other side of the airport. Have you done it on 90 minutes sleep when you're no. still probably uh, not not legal to drive? Makes you run faster, AJ. I don't know if it did. 
A butter, but I got there. A butter tart isn't a real butter tart without a yeah, heaping, that's nonsense. heaping amount of raisins. Shame utter, on all of you nonsense. from Blaze and Moose Jaw. There can, be, there can be butter tarts with raisins. The raisin crowd can enjoy those types of butter tarts. But I have no interest in a butter tart with raisins. So you have your butter tarts with your raisins. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have the ones that I had at the rink and arm prior the other night. And I'll put them up against any butter tart anywhere. And I assure you. There, in fact, I actually looked up best butter tarts in the area. You know, like it was Arnprior, a couple of couple of fine ladies from Arnprior that won the best butter tart contest. Mm-hmm. Apparently it was a blind taste test. And guess what? No raisins on both. So Blaze, tough luck. The people have, have spoken. And when it comes to a blind taste test, they say no raisins. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy yours with raisins, but leave us non-raisin people alone here. Don't lump me in with them, Blaze. I'm good with raisins in my butter tarts. Of course you are. I'm good without. I'll I'll have a butter tart. But perfect. I'm not with or without, right? Yeah, I, I'm please everybody. I'm good with raisins though, so I'm not I'm not with them, Blaze. Don't try and be a butter tart snob, Blaze. AJ, with let's please everybody. <laughs> a little bit of irony there. Some people think Frank's is the best butter tarts. So is Chris in Canada. <laughs> are you going to Perth tonight sold out playoff game versus Athens bleed blue from Jay Almont U11 playoff game on Wednesday great barn if you haven't been I'm gl- I love all these invites it's fantastic a couple things I do have to and, and want to right the Ottawa Senators are playing tonight and I get it it's a 9 o'clock start but Focuses on the Sens tonight. Tomorrow, Ambrin. Wednesday, Athens. Uh, we'll see what the weekend brings. Working the, the, the Sens game Sunday. And obviously, they play Thursday, Saturday as well. So, I can't get everywhere, but it is Ambrin Tuesday, Athens Wednesday. So, pumped to see. I'm not seeing game one in Perth, but I'll see game two in that series. And uh, appreciate... My ver- my visit to Perth last year to see the Blue Wings was outstanding. Top notch. Royals Restaurant was named after the team. 1973. And AJ concur on the Blue Diamond Butter Chicken. However, I recommend the Butter Chicken Mac and Cheese. Heard about that as well. From Steve. Love hearing all the stories about junior hockey. Sure, the towns really appreciate it. You know what they do? And I, I again, it just kind of grew for me out of something that I wanted to do and yeah, it's great hockey and I know they do appreciate it and love doing what I can to, to help out because there's a lot of great hockey in this region. We're lucky. We've got like Seattle, like Seattle, but we've got, we've got more, we've got better. We've got more junior a teams. We've got more junior B teams, but we've got an NHL team. We've got two major junior teams, a pile of CCHL Eastern Ontario junior league, Lots of great hockey throughout the area, and and we're lucky, and I think uh, they're all worthy of support. And what's worthy here, and i got to get to them before the break, because I don't know a time that we'll come back and like revisit a whole bunch of texts on butter tarts, yeah. but there are a lot. Uh, LMFAO, the raisin crowd. <laughs> Raisins are the devil's seeds, just awful. AJ is raising a little hell today already. 
Brank's Catering and Deli on Green Bank by Hunt Club. Great tarts. Okay. Boys, Lachlan County Store in Hallville is a must-try for a butter tart. I've okay. been to that store. I have not had a butter tart, but I've had or an experience at that store. And Hallville is not very big. Like, Hallville is... I don't even know where Hallville it's is. It's kind of like on Bank Street, just off of Bank Street. To like go, going to go, Winchester? Y- yeah. Okay. I'll have to get the exact location, but it's out... That way, and if you blink, you miss Winchester's it. Winchester's still on my list. I'll have to go next year. Got to check out Willard's in Athens. AJ. Willard's. It's not quite Willis's, but Willard's. In Athens, Prime Bakery and Tarts. Don't know if it's going to be open, though. That's the problem, right? Like, we're done at 6. Their game's at 7.30. I'm going to get there right around game time. Wednesday night in, in Athens. I don't think there's going to be much that's open. Well, since you're... I'm hoping for a really good canteen in Athens. Being treated so royally, maybe someone going to the game could pick you up a a nice butter tart from Willard's in Athens and bring it to you. Just saying. I'm just hoping for a good canteen. And you know what? You know what's... um, As we had to break, I know Mike Craig, longtime scout in this area, uh, going through a real tough time battling cancer. One of the awesome things when you go to the rink is a lot of the 50-50s, like both in Richmond and in uh, in Arn Pryor yesterday, uh, they were raising money for Mike Craig and his family. Um, guy that, you know, the likes of Will Pechenig and yep. uh, you can go on and on about uh, all the different guys that he brought to Oshawa from this area. Sarah Noel, I think there's a half dozen guys. Um, so wishing him and his family the best. In his recovery, and that's that's what's great, right? That that small town vibe where they get behind a cause that's worthy, fantastic. If you get off on the four sixteen, the Kempville exit, but don't go towards Kempville, go towards Winchester. You go through Hallville. Okay, there you go on the way. So kind of giving you a little bit of an indication. I'm getting better with this stuff, right? I mean, I I was thinking about this the other day because I'd never been to Richmond. Like I lived, been in Ottawa 17 years. I've lived in six places. It's Lower Town, Sandy Hill, the Market, Center Town, the Glebe, and my sister's place for a month in Alta Vista when she lived here back in 03. That's where I've lived. It's not a lot of like in the outskirts, right? Took me a while to know the difference between VARs and cars. But I'm getting there. Slowly, one you, town at a time. You know it's one called, rink at a time. Called North Gore. Yeah, right. You know that. Not everyone does when they come to town. Marlboro Pub. Yeah, it's a good spot. Oh boy! All right. Quite a tour in hour number one. See if we can duplicate that in hour number two. Uh, I've just read too. I, I know you'll have what you need to know, but AJ, I just saw the new power rankings in the NHL. Sands are up there, eh? Oh, just skyrocketing. And there's nothing better than skyrocketing up a power ranking. I feel like now I need to put it in my need to know. You don't. Just for you. Hour two of the drive on the way here on TSN 1200.